Welcome to Jonas and Kovner's Healthcare Delivery in the United States, 12th edition, Chapter 7 podcast, Health and Behavior. This chapter was written by Dr. Brian L. Bell, Dr. Elaine F. Cassidy, Dr. Matthew D. Truillo, and Dr. C. Tracy Orleans. Dr. Brian L. Bell is Associate Professor of Population Health at the NYU School of Medicine and at the NYU Wagner Graduate School of Public Service. Dr. Elaine F. Cassidy is a senior consultant in research and evaluation at the consulting firm Equal Measure and has been a program officer in research and evaluation at the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. Dr. Matthew D. Truillo is the manager of Strategic Initiatives for Advancement Project California, where he works with Advancement Project staff and community stakeholders to develop and implement policy frameworks, advocacy campaigns, and cross-programmatic initiatives. Dr. C. Tracy Orleans is a senior scientist for the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation's Public Policy and Healthcare System grant-making arm and the author of more than 250 publications. You probably already know that exercise is good for you, but did you know that playing tennis might extend your life by as much as 10 years? That's the conclusion in a new study by researchers in Denmark who looked at 25 years of data for more than 8,500 healthy participants in the Copenhagen City Heart Study. The researchers asked themselves how participation in several sports, including tennis, badminton, soccer, jogging, cycling, calisthenics, and swimming, affected longevity. All the sports they investigated increased lifespans, but to their surprise, none was correlated with as many added years of life as tennis. One possible explanation for its apparent effect on longevity is that tennis consists of short bursts of high-intensity activity, rather than long bouts of slow or moderate-paced exercise like jogging or swimming. Another reason may be that tennis requires the participation of another person and a lot of social interaction, which in itself has proven benefits for health and well-being. Not so important, apparently, was the amount of time spent on the activity. Whatever the cause, a similar study in Britain a year earlier came to the same conclusion. Playing tennis is very good for you. As this chapter will show, not playing tennis, or at least not engaging in some other regular physical activity, can be very harmful to individual and population health. When combined with other negative contributing factors like tobacco or alcohol abuse or an unhealthy diet, the sedentary lifestyle adopted by many Americans creates a serious drain on the nation's public health and its health system. Chronic diseases such as cancer and heart and lung disease have now replaced acute and infectious diseases as the major causes of death in the United States. Yet a large part of the burden these illnesses cause is actually preventable. At the same time, as the chapter cites, nearly 9 in 10 Americans report having at least one of the four major risk factors for mortality, tobacco use, high body mass index, dietary risk, and alcohol or drug abuse. More than half of all American adults have two or more. After an overview of the major behavioral risk factors that contribute to high rates of preventable chronic disease in the United States, this chapter describes current strategies for helping adults reduce those risks with behavioral and clinical treatments at the individual level. Then it looks at efforts being made at the population level, including environmental and health policy changes and social marketing and media strategies to promote healthy behavior. The chapter goes on to discuss models for addressing behavioral risk factors. These models suggest the value of undertaking quality improvements and reforms to the nation's healthcare systems. Interventions that healthcare providers can make to change individual and population health behaviors and ways to close the gap between best practices and actual care conclude the chapter. As the authors note, never before have we known so much about how lifestyle decisions affect our health or about how to motivate and support people to make healthy changes that last. 
there are tennis leagues for players of all ages, even those in their 90s. To find out more about the Danish researchers' work and their findings about tennis and other sports, read the Forbes article by Steven Salzberg called Want to Live Longer? Take Up Tennis. It appeared on September 17, 2018. This chapter podcast for Jonas and Kovner's Healthcare Delivery in the United States, 12th edition, is copyrighted by Springer Publishing Company, LLC. All rights reserved.